0: You are listening to the Daily Homily for Magdala in the Holy Land. Jesus summoned the crowd again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that enters one from outside can defile that person, but the things that come from within are what defile. When he got home away from the crowd, his disciples questioned him about the parable. He said to them, are even you likewise without understanding? Do you not realize that everything that goes into a person from outside cannot defile, since it enters not the heart, but the stomach and passes out into the latrine? Thus he declared all foods clean. But what comes out of the man, that is what defiles him. From within within the man, from his heart, come evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy. Blasphemy, arrogance, folly. All these things come from within, and they defile. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. Why does it say murmurs wisdom, murmur? The mouth of the just murmurs wisdom. This just struck me now as it was being read and prayed together. The mouth of the just utters wisdom. The mouth of the just speaks wisdom. How, why murmur? Murmur is, is like the gentle babbling of a brook. Murmur is, don't murmur, talk clearly. So murmur, I'm not sure if it conveys um, a certain gentleness, a certain lack of arrogance, um, humility, and modesty. uh, And maybe that's part of wisdom, is not to shout, not to cry out, to be gentle, to, to find the way to teach to share insight, to share understanding, to lead people. So when it's murmured, you have to listen to catch it. I think this is part of murmuring, right? There's another use of the word murmuring which is very negative, is to murmur about people, to murmur about situations. It's a type of complaining, a type of um, inconformity, a type of uh, form of rebellion to murmur. But here it's it's very gentle. It's the just person also is in the right place. The just person doesn't presume to be uh, authoritarian, to speak down to people. The just person knows that We are all fragile, we are all weak, we are all in need of redemption. So particularly the just person knows that, because the just person knows that if we all fall many times a day, that we all stand in need of God's mercy, that we are forgiven, that we are called to not break the bent reed or extinguish the smoldering wick that we need to bring new life into failing situations, failing people. And this is beautiful. There is so much wisdom in this. And Solomon was famous for his wisdom. It seems to get rewarded with a lot of gold and spices. The Queen of Sheba, it's understood as far as I know that Sheba would be more or less equivalent to Yemen in the Gulf. And where did the spices come from? The spice trade and the incense trade. So in that sense it's not extravagant to consider the possibility when we have the incense trade crosses through the Negev. To Ashdod and Ashkelon and then we see today the importance of the Gulf and the role of of Yemen in trade and if there's trouble there then there's trouble for trade between continents and so the idea that uh, this she is able to to travel there to travel here maybe they have export across the Mediterranean from those areas we're not the ones that corner the market on trade. If we go to Isaiah, 600 years before Christ, we have the Via Maris mentioned, the way of the sea connecting the Nile with Mesopotamia and you know, for, up for, for Europe eventually, obviously, and Asia. And so we have um, these routes, uh, ancient routes of trade and communication And so then we also have other scenes from Solomon where his ships are trading over to the south of Spain, to Tarshish, and he's married to the daughter of the Pharaoh, and he's getting wood from Lebanon from King Hiram, and he's giving him 10 towns in Galilee to King Hiram. So in a way it's north, south, east, and west and Solomon's fame has grown that far. and His daddy was a shepherd boy in Bethlehem, David. And so we see an abundance of blessing from God. The wise person also knows that they don't have their wisdom from themselves. We have nothing from ourselves. We are made from dust of the earth and breath from God. And everything that happens in us is, is given to us and yet we have great responsibility and the responsibility for our own heart. And this is something that Jesus uh, insists upon. And I think the whole biblical culture has brought a great focus over the centuries on the responsibility of the human being. We have that famous line in the, in the prophets, which prophet was it, who said that the children will not be blamed for the sins of the parents and the parents won't be blamed for the sins of the children, which means everybody is called to responsibility and bears the burden and the responsibility for their own actions. So it's a a gradual discovery of the importance of the human being and Jesus brings it to a point here and he shows us that the interior core of our person is very much ours that if we want to be authentic human beings, free of envy, who wants to be envious? Of what are we envious? Somebody has a house that has two more rooms than my house, a newer car, a better computer, a better telephone than I have. What does that matter? It doesn't make me greater. It doesn't make me less because I didn't have this degree in this university or that. It's the discovery of the dignity of the human being made in the image and likeness of God. And this dignity cannot be greedy because why do I need to gather a lot of stuff? I can die tomorrow. Need a better guitar for the music, you know? Why do we need more things? It's what's in our heart, the worship from our heart, the reconciliation in our heart. And then the opposite things, it says here, murder, theft, Arrogance, blasphemy, envy, licentiousness. So this is a great call to holiness, a great call to being whole, to being a vessel of grace, a vessel of God's friendship and gifts, and to live this responsibly in the relationships around us and our families and outward into society. So we have a great call today To interior responsibility. And we have conscience, the abuse of substance, the abuse of things we say and think and let into our minds from certain types of media that are not going to ennoble us, make us more authentic, more true, more human, and more according to the image and likeness of God. What a great calling we have. What a great blessing we have. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to learn more about Magdala, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook.